Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, five stars, of course, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Cyber Life Podcast. My name is Ken Underhill, your host. In today's episode, I've got a couple of special guests, Michael Farnham and Sam Van Ryder. Uh, do you guys mind just introducing yourselves just briefly and kind of talk about what you're doing right now, your your current job roles? Yeah, do that real quick. So, um as you said, my name is Michael Farnham. I am a chief technology officer with Set Solutions. We're a, a cybersecurity integrator based out of Houston, Texas. And Sam Van Ryder, I am. Uh, I work for Dragos, and I'm a uh, the director of strategic accounts. Um, I'm also a uh, longtime InfraGuard uh, member. I've been on the board for several years now here at Houston, which is the largest InfraGuard community in the states, and uh, help. Uh, as the liaison to for the, all the different uh, cross-sector council groups we have. And, of course, my favorite thing that I do is I work with Michael Farnham on QSITCON. <laughs> perfect. That was yeah, a perfect, there we go. Uh, yeah, that was a perfect lead-in, Sam. <laughs> you could tell you're a sales guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the main purpose I want to bring you guys on to talk about QSITCON uh, and just kind of give a little background on that conference. Uh, many people outside of the Houston area may not have heard of it or they might have heard of it in passing. So I want to kind of shed some light on it. Uh, in today's episode and just find out like how you guys got it started, what brought about you starting it, and then just tell us a little more about it. So uh, if you guys just want to take it away, like how did you guys actually found this? Like what, where was the original idea at? Um, so I'll, I'll take the beginning of it and Sam can fill in all the pieces uh, that I missed because I'm sure there's a lot. Um, so <clears throat> I think the main reason uh, we started to, look at HUSECCON is um, uh, probably started with some, I won't name the conferences, but there were a couple of conferences that kind of travel around the country that, um, that they have a regular stop here in Houston. And the conferences were very, very vendor focused and the people that spoke at them were only vendors. And it was basically a, a sales conference and then a, um, a bunch of people looking for jobs, uh, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, from a, from my perspective, uh, because it was so vendor focused, it really didn't give uh, a lot of good detail because what you ended up getting was um, at the end of each one of those are in the middle or sometimes it was the whole way through just kind of a vendor pitch. So um, really got tired of going to those. Um, I got involved in a local conference um, that uh, was kind of moving around Texas for a while. That was a collaboration, I think, between ISACA, InfraGuard, and ISSA, maybe InfraGuard was involved. I don't know if you know, Sam, the old um, TRISC, Texas Regional Infrastructure Security Conference. I remember it well. So, yeah, so that was moving around Texas, and I got involved probably second or third year of helping plan that. And that kind of got me the bug, uh, mainly because we had a really poor feedback from our vendors because the vendor floor was way away from all the talks and all that. And it just made sense um, to get that closer. And it just made me start wanting to, to build something up. And so I got that bug. And then I think it was July of, 2010. I I had been talking about it. I think Sam, I'd talked to you about it. I'd run a, a local 
security group here as well. So um, kind of had some infrastructure with the larger um, infrastructure that that group had uh, able to accept money and that kind of stuff. So I think about June or July of 2010, we decided basically just to pull the trigger and we were going to try to get that done by October of 2010. And we pulled it off. Uh, we were able to to get probably, what was it saying, about 120 people or something? Somewhere in that range, a lot more than what we expected. So that's for sure. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So we got about 120 people. We didn't have a lot of costs because we did it at the uh, the local Microsoft offices in Houston where they were, it used to be down by BMC Software uh, before they moved. So we didn't have any venue cost. We um, brought in Jason's Deli to cater the thing and <laughs> Um, I think we'd cost like $25 or something to get in the door and we had about 10 sponsors and it was enough to, to get us off the ground. And then kind of, kind of went from there. Sam, is there anything you want to add to that? No, I think, um, you know, obviously in the, in the journey, you know, and, and for me specifically, it was more around, you know, we're, and Michael's been to a lot more of the conferences than I have. I mean, I've been to the Black Cats and, and RSAs and whatnot. And, um, but for me, it's it's just we're in the fourth largest uh, city in the country, and we don't have anything comparable at all. And it just seemed odd to me that we wouldn't do so much. And and today, if you look at, for example, InfraGuard, and we're at the InfraGuard community somewhere at the 3,700 member range right now today. Right, that's just the folks that are in InfraGuard. And there's more that aren't in InfraGuard and are in the other, and some are double tasked, right? They're in ISSA or in Arisaka or some of the other local organizations. But we have a strong community, but they're all kind of disparate and there's no real central place for them all to come together and and network and, and share information, right? And and with all that, if you think about all these different communities, there's a lot of great knowledge out there that we need to share. And, uh, you know, when you look at expanding, because I think right now we're at, you know, I think this year we're, expand, we're expecting somewhere in the 800 to 900 person range uh, for HUSICON this year. <clears throat> That's a lot of people. It could be bigger, right? And part of it is, you know, where we are because Houston isn't known as a security hub per se, right? And it's, it is very much community focused. And I think the community aspect of this is important. The vendor aspect is certainly important from a sponsorship perspective. We would never be able to pull this off with the vendors that help sponsor this. And they're super supportive given the structure. It's different. It's not like a lot of the other conferences where they get a list of names and email addresses and contact information that they can go sell to afterwards. They actually have to do the work when they come to our conference. And so those vendors that are there on our floor have the right attitude around community. And that's another important part of driving the the, the type of our, our conferences because it's there's a cultural element to it too. No, no, I was saying that, I mean, that all that is um, Sam, Sam has um, got a passion for it. And, and like you said about the, the vendors, um, when, when the sponsors come in and do this, um, they, they keep coming back because they see the benefit to it. Um, we, we get most of our sponsors come in and repeat and they're, they're how we make this event happen. And they've got, um, they just give us so much support. And, and like Sam said, with the attitude that they have that they want to come in and actually work on that floor and, and get the, um, get the attention of the sponsors without just having it handed or well, the, the attention of the attendees 
without just having it handed it to them is uh, is fantastic as well. So um, just the community that we've managed to build around the the conference as well is uh, fantastic. To to Sam's earlier point, there's there's nothing else like it in this area. They, those same two conferences that I talked about before still run around here, and they haven't changed um, at all since uh, since we put this together. And uh, we've we've managed to. Um, actually, I think, uh, according to some anecdotal evidence, for, um, reduce the number of people that go to those. And I'm not trying to destroy those conferences by any means. It's just there's people who have said, why would I go to that when I can go to yours and get quality content? So it's um, we just the, the type of speakers we try to get, we try to um, focus in on uh, real content. And it doesn't always have to be technical. We We try to do things that are kind of outside the box sometimes and try to try to have fun with it. Um, that especially shows most of the time with our closing keynotes that we have um, because we try to do something a little bit different. And the fact that we've uh, managed to make this into a two day conference now and um, take that much, have that much more content and still keep it relevant. We hear every year that it's, it's great content and they really enjoy going to it. And the biggest problem is that they can't, decide a lot of times which one they want to go to. So they end up having to miss out on some of it. I mean, which is a good problem to have, right? So. Absolutely. And I, I could speak from experience. There's many talks I wanted to go to, but I was like, oh, I got to go to this one as well. So uh, it's definitely a challenge. So is there a particular, I know you mentioned trying to get uh, sort of that outside the box content. Is there a particular focus, just understanding that Houston's sort of one of the energy places in the country, probably one of the biggest ones. Uh, if not globally, is that kind of the focus of this conference, or is it more across the board of all the all the facets of security? It's super diverse, right? Um, and you know, we do have some focus areas that are more specific to energy, oil, and gas. But the reality is, we have a very diverse economy in Houston. You know, more so than we did have in the '80s, right? Um, so we have, you know, folks here from healthcare, uh, financial, um, all kinds of other different businesses. But we also have, um, you know, one of the things I, I'm super passionate about because what I do from professionally and I have been for the past 10 years is around the industrial space. And so we do have it, you know, for example, we do have a track that's focused on industrial security. Um, so we have, you know, we have the ICS village that's there uh, to, to show demos and, and how to hack, you know, industrial control systems. So that's certainly a twist on it from an ICE, from a uh, industry perspective. But you'll find content no matter what background you come from. You will find content there, to, you know, that will be helpful in your career and at work um, across the board, right? Regardless of what industry you, you tend to, to focus on. Yep, I agree with that across the board. We we try to try to maintain it to be as diverse as we can, and we um, we anything that we pick up that um, is kind of unusual and outside the box, we we try to look at and give it a more um, little more focused sometimes and but we want it to you know as well be relevant and then if we've got um, if we've got someone that's new that's trying to get on as well we really like to have those talks so um, that that's always interesting to have somebody who's who's never presented before in, in front of a, a large audience like a conference and getting them to come in and, and do that for the first time we've got somebody that's um, uh, a couple of people I know of that have submitted this year that's the first time they've ever done 
uh, any kind of talk. So if, if they get accepted, they're, they're going to be in there for that first time. And so that, that always brings a fresh or hopefully brings a fresh outlook to things as well. When somebody, um, somebody's doing it for the first time. So. Nice. And that's one of the many great things we can do, right? Is we can help grow the community by inclusion of all those, uh, you know, the first time speakers and things, but something that we all face, right? And Michael and I talk about this all the time, right? Is kind of, we, we make it hard in our industry for new folks to get into the industry, right? So we, we, we talk about having shortages and all this other stuff. Well, we're not making it easy when it costs, you know, one or $2,000 to get to a conference, plus travel and, and hotel uh, to get there, right? And why aren't we doing that in our own backyard? And if you look at it, I think our ticket prices are what, they're 50 bucks, is that right? Uh, Michael? Is yeah, 50 bucks? Or, or unless you want to get some cool sweet swag and it's 75. <laughs> yeah. We tempt you when you get there, right? So you can go to the t-shirt corner there and, and pick up your cool swag anyway. But um, yeah, so so the thing is about, is it should be accessible for everybody. And if we have folks that we know that have hardship and can't, you know, I, we get students and things like that, that are, that are, you know, we ask, you know, hey, come volunteer, come help out and then come look at some, and then come spend some time in the talks, right? We want to make this a community focused event. This is not a, you know, we're documented as a 501c3 organization, right? This is all done. Uh, Michael and I and everybody that works with us on this, we're all doing this, you know, for nothing. We don't, we don't, you know, we don't profit from it. It's entirely a, a volunteer focused uh, event. And it's because we care about the community and that's what's really important. Perfect. So a lot of conferences out there have like training classes and stuff in advance of the actual conference date itself. Is there anything like that with HUSECCON? Yeah. So we've, um, we started several years ago with just a single, um, single training class. And then we found that it filled up pretty well. So we eventually exp expanded that into uh, three different training classes that we do every year. So um, we've got, we usually also have um, some, uh, some repeat folks that come back every year as well. So um, one of them that we've got this year is uh, Clint Bodungeon over at ThreatGen is doing um, uh, an industrial control system type of uh, hacking class. So it's his red versus blue training that he does. So that's a uh, OC, OT and ICS cybersecurity class. Um, we're going to do that the day we do all these the day before. We've got a Michael Goff, um, who, who a lot of people might know, who used to run B sides Austin, is coming out and doing um, ransomware malware training stuff. He that's what he's big on malware archaeology. And then uh, we got Philip Wiley coming back uh, this year as well, doing an introduction to network pen testing. So all of those are the day before. We do those all day long, and those are only 500 bucks. So you get a full day of training. Try to go anywhere else and get a full day of training uh, anywhere close to that in any of the big conferences. You're going to pay two and three thousand dollars for those classes. So um, it, it's it's the day before, so you can still come to the conference after you get done with that training class the, the, for the next two days and get some really good content too. So nice. So if anyone's listening to this episode out there, well, I'm sure a lot of people are, but if they're interested in coming to HUSECON, how do they actually go get signed up to get a ticket? 
so they can they can go to the main website. There's a there's a link there, so it's just HoustonSecCon.com, um, and there is a link there to go get uh, to register. So it says register right there on the link, and that'll take you right there to Eventbrite. And there's also a um, a training classes link, and that'll take you to Eventbrite as well to get the training classes. So Houston Sec. That's S-E-C-C-O-N, like Houston Security Conference. So HoustonSecCon.com. And what time of year does this conference take place for those out there that don't know? It is May 6th and 7th is the conference itself. So this year we usually have it in that uh, springtime since that's Houston's generally still really, still really nice in the April to May timeframe. Uh, <laughs> and May 5th, the day before, is uh the training class excellent and it's yeah, at the uh, marriott marquee downtown houston yep. so it's a really nice facility walkable mm -hmm. to a lot of different places and restaurants and other hotels if you don't stay there and a really cool texas-shaped pool on the top on, on one of the <laughs> rooftops so. yeah. yep. and then a nice sports bar in there uh, craig vigio sports bar and all kinds of stuff it's a really nice place Yes. Yeah. And I was excited when you guys uh, moved it there because it was growing so much. That's a really, really nice hotel. Yeah. We, we out, outgrew just about every place. We had the <laughs> nice swanky joint called the Hotel Derek, but um, yep. they just couldn't fit us anymore. So we finally made the move and they, they take good care of us. It's a great place to go. And a lot of the people that, like Sam said, it's within walking distance of a lot of the people who attend. So they can, they can just walk down there and go. So anything else you guys want to talk about on the conference? Anything else you want to mention? Any advice for, we? you kind of talked a little bit, Michael, about, and, and Sam as well, about people trying to get into the industry and how we put those barriers up with these expensive conferences. When when those new people go to a conference like this where they, they are accessible, they can afford, or they can you know volunteer, whatever, and they can get in there, what do you recommend that they do? Do you recommend they network with people, go to talks, kind of get exposed to everything sure sure so we actually have uh, one of the cool things we started doing a couple years ago based on one of the recommendations that from a from a friend was we started with these uh, uh, armbands right so you can pick up a red or green armband which uh, each one has a different note if you're wearing one of those you, you and you're hiring uh, you have one of the colors and if you're if you're looking then you have the other colors so you know right away when you see somebody wearing that armband that's somebody that's available on the market uh, would like, you know, so there's, we have a job board that we post there. We have people that go up and post it, you know, put post-it notes up of different jobs that are available or if they're looking. Um, so we do try it. And even last year, we, we had uh, a recruiter from the industry actually uh, had them sit in on one of the booths to kind of talk to people about, you know, opportunities in the space as well. Um, so there is opportunities for those that are job hunting. Now that's obviously not the primary focus of the conference, but generally speaking, you know, we do a lot with meals and, and, you know, so the lunchtime when you sit down at the table and, you know, it's, it's just a pretty good open community. It's always bodes well going to talks and then talking to folks and asking questions and, and, you know, don't feel shy. I mean, it's hard for a lot of folks. We, you know, believe it or not, I'm actually a bit of an introvert. So I'm not one that also goes up and, and shakes everybody's hands when I see them, but you know, that being able to communicate and have, uh, you know, discussions with people about the topics you saw, I think is a really important and comfortable way to network with people without being, you know, feeling like you're uh, out of out of place or out of sorts, right? And volunteering obviously is always a good way, and we're always looking for volunteers to help out 
with the conference. There's all kinds of different things we need help with. Did I miss anything, yeah. Michael? No, no, I think that's right. I mean, from a the volunteer standpoint, um, we don't make people come in and just uh, work constantly. We work in shifts. We try to get enough people to help that. So you always have the opportunity to get in there. Um, the job board to Sam's point is great. Um, the village where we have all kinds of different stuff in there is a great networking um, opportunity as well. Cause there's people in here that are from all walks and shapes and forms of the industry. Um, so that's a great networking opportunity. And then just, you know, we, we're going to be doing hacker jeopardy again. I mean, that's always fun and you get to meet some people and really get a sense of what the, the community is like. So there, there's tons of opportunities. And you bring up a good point. Um, we almost forgot to talk about that a little bit, but I think that village is super important too, right? I mentioned the ICS village, but we have the lock sport there. So lock picking village of learning how to pick a lock. That's all to, to my sport. You, you can sit down at the table with others and learn how to pick locks and have fun. Um, there's a capture the flag that we'll do typically. Um, and so there's other opportunities to, to talk with others as well and, and, and have a good time with it. You know, yeah, the, the, the capture of the flag is always really, really popular, um, yeah. and especially if somebody is new. Um, a lot of those people like to, I mean, some people would be very concentrated on trying to win, but others would be um, pretty open to talking to you about, um, you know, what, what they're doing and how they're trying to do it. And you've got two full days to, to really play around with it. So. Absolutely. And I think you guys have, have brought up a pretty good point. This conference, I've been to s several different conferences, and I would say this one – and don't get me wrong, there's, there's a lot of good people that go to a lot of different conferences, but I think at this particular conference, I've noticed that where people are more willing to say, hey, come over here. Yes, you're brand new, but let me show you how to do this stuff. Um, and I think that's one of the differentiating factors for me why I attend this one every single year because I like to be in that type of energy as opposed to more of the salesy type of stuff. So I just want to throw that out there that if you're looking for kind of that mentoring, that good group of people that are going to just pull you in and say, Hey, come here, check this out. Let me show you this cool thing. This is probably a good conference for you to go to. I appreciate that. I'm, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm brown nosing them a little bit guys. So. <laughs> no, I, no, I appreciate it. We, we try to keep that energy up. So thank you. No, absolutely. It's, it's one of the, I, I have yet to find anyone that hasn't liked it. And I've asked a lot of different people um, from new people in the industry to experienced people. And everyone just has a good time at that conference each year. Um, I'm actually, I, I'm a self proclaimed stalker. And so I'll admit that. And I actually stalk to see when Michael and Sam release the tickets each year so I can buy them right away so I can get my tickets. So I, I had that. Uh, I don't know if you remember, I think it was you, Michael, that I think it was the first time I attended it. I, I missed the boat. But then somebody, I guess, canceled or something, so I was able to get a ticket. I was like the happiest guy in the world. So, so this is so now each year I like buy them right away. So I already got my tickets and everything. But, um, awesome. We're in the fortunate position with the new hotel too, to that we should have more room, and so we while we have, still have to plan, so we have to cap tickets, and we do end up selling out. We're trying to grow this organically in the right way, and 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 properly so we don't implode on ourselves it's a big ticket we we sign every each year with the marriott but um the, the point there is that hopefully we'll keep continue to grow so we can accommodate more and more people uh, but yeah don't forget to get your ticket early it's a good point yeah absolutely uh, so any final thoughts guys i know i've uh, i know you're both uh, very busy guys i don't want to take too much of your time this evening but um, any final thoughts any final advice for anyone out there whether they're brand new to the industry or trying to get in or even the experienced people out there from uh, yeah, there's, that's a very big question. Uh, I mean, as far as just trying to get in uh, to, to Sam's point earlier, and, and it's it's easy to say, but 
you know, be, be open to talking to people and uh, willing to, to have conversations as much as you can. I know that's, you know, it's one of those just do it type of things and it doesn't always uh, translate very well, but, you know, just if you can be willing to, to reach out and make those um, kind of make those connections, then, then people tend to be um, a lot more friendly a lot of times than you expect. And um, that's kind of how you got to get in and being, you know, being willing to go in at the ground floor um, on on things, especially if, if you're changing careers, is is a big step. So you have to plan for that. Um, as far as existing people, I mean, it just I mean, the conferences is there to. I, I would say if you're trying to develop your skills and you're but you've been in the industry a while, I would say sub, try to submit a talk, not just to our conference, to any conference, and see. Um, you'll find out that people are generally a lot more accepting than you think of, um, of your ideas and, and, and will give you good feedback. So uh, that's, it's kind of how I look at it. You got to be pretty open to it. And in, and in addition, I mean, kind of expand on that just a little bit from my side is it's you, which Michael already taught, you know, references, get involved, right? I mean, be involved in a community, every major city out there and, and even uh, some that aren't, wouldn't be considered cities have b-sides in some area around them right and b-sides is a great initiative for uh doing conferences and meeting people but get involved help right you're going to automatically meet people that way if you are you know if you're really super introverted and it's not you're, you know you really feel you have that anxiety of engaging with people in, in person that i mean that's helpful but you know there's a lot of uh there's a lot of folks out there on on social media whether that's linkedin or twitter and and things like that that are also another community that you can and you have to take with a grain of salt there's a lot of snark we live in the in a world of snarkiness and in, in information security right but um at the same time you know there are plenty of people out there that are willing to help right and uh and there's plenty of support but get involved community is what is super important i say this all the time it's no one's going to look out for us but us right and so as a community we can get that done and so that's why it's really important to, to, to take some time and do that. Absolutely. Great, uh, great words there. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up. Uh, like I said, took a lot of you guys' time. Uh, you've you've given, given a lot of good information. Um, I try to tell people similar stuff when they go to conferences, like just expose yourself, right? And I think you mentioned something really good there at the end, Sam, about if you are extremely uncomfortable talking to people, do it through social media, let that barrier be in place. Uh, but yeah, you definitely have to take things, especially on Twitter <laughs> with a grain of salt. So uh, just keep that in mind if you're out there listening to this. So again, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, I'm not going to call you legendary, Sam. I think uh, that ages you a little bit. So uh, we'll just say you guys, <laughs> you guys are both awesome guys uh, that have done a lot for the industry so far and uh, look forward to seeing what we can continue to do to, uh, together as a community. Thanks, Ken. It's great. Thank you very much for having us on. I really appreciate you doing this and uh, looking forward to seeing you at, uh, in May. Absolutely, guys.